Okay, Boker Tov. We are on uh, the bed of a bet. Uh, the last thing we talked about, if you recall, was that Hashem controls three maftechot, three uh, keys. Uh, remember the keys we said were? Uh, anybody remember? Maftech of? What's that? Tchiyatam Eitim. Geshem and? Wombs. Wombs, yeah, Shalbert, very good. Okay, so moving on down the bed here. So I think we're in the third line. We said, Bemarava Amre, Af Maftech Shal Parnasa. In the west, the west always refers to where? Israel, Eretz Israel, from Babel, Israel to the west. So it's also the Bapteach of Parnassah, of uh, livelihood. Hashem opens his, uh, his hands and provides for uh, everybody. So why did Rabbi Yochanan not count Parnassah? We all agree that Hashem controls uh, our livelihoods. The Mar says, uh, he would say to you, Gishamim Hainu Parnasa, that rain is Parnasa, meaning if you have an agricultural society and uh, you depend on crops for your livelihood, so then having rain is exactly the same thing as with controlling Parnasa, and that's why he doesn't, he doesn't separate the two out. Fantastic. Okay, now we go to the next part of the mission. The mission says, Rabbi Lazar, remember, Yom Tavishach, when do we start saying Mashi Baruch? Rabbi Lazar says, on the first day of Yom Tavishach, the says, Yibailu, they asked, Rabbi Lazar, Mehechar Gamrila. What is where did where does Rabbi Lezer learn out this idea of um, pray or, or like praising Hashem for rain on the first day of Sukkot? Mi lulav gamrela, mi gamrela. Is his source from lulav, or is it from? Does he learn it out from nisuchamayim, the water libation? We know that with every korban. Uh, in the in the uh, in the Beit Hamikdash, we have a wine libation. Okay, nisachim. Uh, nisachim. Uh, that's always wine. And uh, on the Sukkot, we have a, a libation that I mean, libation just means pouring uh, something a liquid on the uh, on the on the beach, on the altar. Uh, on Sukkot, we have a water libation. So that's the nisuchah mai. Okay, but the simcha simcha beit the celebrations during uh, Sukkot. So that's always about drawing the water uh, for for the purpose of the nisuchah uh, mai. So what's his source? We'll see the. We do why it matters. Um, he says as follows: Me lulav gamrela. Maybe he learns it from lulav. Ma lulav bayom afaskara bayom. So just as lulav is a mitzvah that's performed during the day, so to haskara mentioning, meaning mentioning the rains, bashivarach minigesh, and that's also during the daytime. Or maybe he learns it from Nisachamayim. Just as Nisachamayim is from the Orta, even though the word Orta sounds like the word light, sounds like Orta actually, right? That means really nighttime. So just in Nisachamayim is at night, uh, the Amar Mars, as, as it's stated, it says, and their uh, meal offerings, meal meaning like flour and the oil, and their libations, and the implication is that, the derivation here is that the plural is afilu balayla, that will be, even be the nighttime. So if that's the case, that the wine libation, excuse me, the water libation can also be in the, in the nighttime, so maybe the mentioning of Mashi Baruch should also be at night. Meaning we're not asking the question here for Rabbi Lazar why he says the first day as opposed to the last day. That's not the that's not what we're asking. But we are asking, does he say you would say it at the night time or you say it only in the morning time? So Tashma, so come in here, we'll start to figure this out. To Am Rabbi Abahu, as Rabbi Abahu said, the Lolam da Rabbi Eliezer Elimi Lulav. Rabbi Abahu says that Rabbi Eliezer only learned it out from Lulav. Lulav. Okay, that'll be the daytime. Ika da Amri, some say Rabbi Abahu Gemara Gamrila. Some say that Rabbi Abahu had a Gemara Gamrila means he had a tradition. He just had a tradition, that was Rabbi Lezer's source. Okay? Once you say you have a tradition, there's nothing else to talk about. There's no like special zukim to look at or anything like that. It's just, uh, he just had his tradition. And some say though that no, Rabbi Bell actually learned it from a Baraita. 
Okay, and that's where he knows Rabbi Lezer's source. Mahi, what is this brighter that Rabbi, that Rabbi Abel was aware of? Detanya, just saw the following brighter. There's a little bit of a long brighter. We'll, we'll get the answer to our question right at the beginning, but we're learning the whole brighter. Detanya, from when do we mention rain, meaning Mashi Baruchim Redegeshem, Rabbi Lezer Meir, Misha'at Nitilat Lulav. So Rabbi Lezer says, in this brightness, it's phrased in a way that we see exactly what the answer is. It's from the time that we take the lula, meaning the morning of the first day. Okay, so if that's the case, that's the source of Rabbi Abou, that Rabbi, of what Rabbi Lezer's opinion uh, is. Now, but we'll learn the rest of the bright, though. Okay? Rabbi, uh, fine. Rabbi Yeshua Omer, Bishat HaNachato. Rabbi Yeshua says, no, it's from the time that you put down the lula, meaning after the seventh day, you put down the lula, and then we say, and then we say, uh, after that. I'm Rabbi Lezer. Rabbi Lezer said, still in the bright here. Ho'il verabata meaning halalu e'nam b'nei Since all these four meaning, right, they all come to ask Hashem about rain, meaning fundamentally, what's the point of the Arba meaning? So the way that uh, uh, Rabbi Lezer is saying is that fundamentally they all represent uh, issues of trying to get the rain for the coming year. Just like you can't have these four meaning without water, meaning they're all things that grow from the ground, so they're all individually dependent on water. So too, you can't have a world without water, and therefore, we're going to link the two things, asking Hashem for rain and the Arba'at Aminim. They all go together. Right? So just Arba'at Aminim starts on the first day in the morning, so too, asking Hashem for rain, or at least mentioning that Hashem brings the rain, also will be the first day in the morning. So I'm going to be sure, right? Just ask them. Hold on a second. Same question we had in the Mishnah. Yeah, Rabbi Shua says, but that, that's a very nice drush up. But nonetheless, if it rains during the Chag, during Sukkot, that is a curse. So we don't want to be getting a curse. So I'm not Rabbi Lezer. The same answer in the Mishnah. So of course, I didn't say we should ask for rain. You just mentioned the rains. He says, by the way, it's the same thing with Tchiat Tamitim, right? The Asim Bashi Rokh Minagashem, it's not asking for things, it's mentioning, and it's in the Brach of Tchiat Tamitim. Tchiat Tamitim, we're not expecting that Tchiat Tamitim is going to happen and, and, you know, all the time, it's happening all the time, and yet we mention Tchiat Tamitim all year long. So, by the way, says Rabbi Lezer, you can also mention Givurok Shamim, meaning Bashi Rokh Minagashem, all year long. But you really only want the rain in a particular time. The fikah in Bala has kir koloshnakula maskir. Therefore, he says if you want to mention mashivaruch the whole year, it would be okay. And it's not the really tactical time to do it. But if you would do it, according to Rabbi Lezer, no big deal. No big deal. Rabbi Omer, Rabbi says, who's Rabbi? Rabbi Nasi, Rabbi Nasi, who compiled the Mishnah? He says, Omer Ani, I say, Misha'ashem Mavsik L'Sheila, Kach Mavsik L'Hazkar. He says, yeah, but no, I think, though, when you stop asking, you stop mentioning. Okay, the same time you stop asking for rain, then you also ask, you stop mentioning rain. Rabbi Nasi, Rabbi Nasi, Omer, Rabbi Nasi has a different opinion. This is what we did not see in the Mishnah. B'Sheni B'Chag Humazkir, he says, you start saying Mashivaruch on the second day of Sukkot. Okay, we'll talk more about that soon. Rabbi Kibomer Bishishi Bechagumaskir. It's the sixth day. So now we have a thing that says first day, opinion of the second day, opinion of the sixth day, and opinion of the seventh day. We have all the different, uh, or the eighth day actually. So we have all, all so four different opinions. Rabbi Yehuda Mishu, Rabbi Shu Omer, Hoverli Vnei Tiba Biyonto Ba'achmar Shalchag, Hacharon Maskir, Rishon No Maskir, Biyonto Rishon Shalpez, Hacharon Maskir, Hacharon Eno Maskir. So the end is Rabbi Shu saying the thing is on the Mishnah as well, where on the last day of Sukkot, meaning Shmini Atzeret, the Acharon, remember the Acharon and Rishon? So Rishon referred to the guy who davens Shachar, and the Acharon is the person who davens Musa. So on, the, on, on Sukkot, 
the person says Shachris mentions, uh, doesn't mention Rashi Baruch, but the person says, uh, who says Musaf would. That's what we start mentioning. And on Pesach, it's reversed. The first day of Pesach, the Baal Shachris still mentions Rashi Baruch, and by uh, Musaf, we no longer mention. Great, that's the end of the Brita, and that explains the opinion of Rabbi Lezer. So Gemara tells us, Shaper Ka'amrele Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Shua. Shaper means good, right? Rabbi Lezer said to Rabbi Shua, like a good point, where right? he said, you know, I only am talking about mentioning Mashiv uh, Ruach, um, I'm not talking about asking for rain, and therefore it makes a lot of sense to do it on the first day of Chag. So Amalcha Rabbi Shua, so Rabbi Shua could say to you, again, when the Gemara says Amalcha, it doesn't mean he actually said it. It means that we're, we're making an argument on his behalf. He could say to you, It works well for Tzchiyat If it's true, we say a bracha to the Tzchiyat every single Amida, the whole year long. So that makes a lot of sense, so he says, because any day is the time of Tzchiyat Right? I mean, like, who's to say when Tzchiyat is actually going to be? It's, it's relevant to have Tzchiyat all the time. Now, it's not happening all the time, but it's relevant to have it any, at any moment. Ela Gishamim, when it comes to Gishamim, Kol Ema to Adyan, Zmanayu? Zmanayui? He says, when it comes to Gishamim, here's a rhetorical question. Whenever it comes, this is time? That's not true. Meaning, rain in the middle of the summer is not the proper time. We don't want rain all the time. And so that's not really relevant to talk about even praising Hashem for the rain. It's just not so relevant. Ve'atnan. Didn't we learn in the Mishnah? Yatsa Nisan Bayarduk Shamim, Siman Klalaim. They have Nisan leaves, right? Nisan's right, right, like the holiday of Pesach, right? So it's like, oh, the spring season, getting into the summertime, and that's when the, sun, when the rain comes. That's a sign of klala. Shneimarta says, "Halo kitzir chitim hayom begomer." But it's a time for the harvest. Meaning, it's time for the harvest. We don't want rain anymore, right? Because they put all the, like, the wheat, let's say, in the field, and the whole goal is that the wheat will dry out over the course of the. Uh, over the course of the summer, and then you can use it to store it, and it'll be really good. You can have the store the wheat for a long time. If the wheat does not dry out, it remains fresh. Then that's when it gets moldy, and that's when it's no longer uh, good, right? It's like you guys when you go like uh, hiking, right? You go camping, you might take a, a, a fire. So you don't want the fresh wood, right? You want the wood that's like been dried out a lot more. That wood will burn more, right? So when it's still fresh, even if you cut the wheat off, it's not literally wet, but it's still it's got this moisture inside. You're waiting for it to dry out. So that's what he's saying that we don't want to mention Bashifaru. Uh, during the uh, the summer months. Okay, now the next opinion we saw in the Mishnah was Rabbi Meteor Omer, or the Bright actually. We mentioned uh, he says on the second day of Sukkot. Why? My time with Rabbi Meteor. What's this reasoning? Is this is a nice little uh, uh, drasha. Maybe you'll remember. Titania is willing in the Bright. Rabbi Meteor Omer. Neamar b'sheni b'niskehem, b'neamar b'shishi b'nisumsachah, b'neamar b'shvi'i k'mishpatam. Okay. So what he's saying is as follows: If you follow the uh, the laning around Sukkot. In Parsha Pinchas, which is the laning we do like during the week and the Maftirs for Sukkot. So you know it's really basically the same laning over and over, right? It's one of the easier lanings. Like laning on Cholomoy Pesach, very difficult. It's a lot of very long laning because it's all different. Cholomoy Sukkot is like one of the easiest lanings to do. You basically have to learn four Psukim, and then you basically do the same laning over and over and over again with a couple of little small adjustments, okay? For example, I guess, like, you know, in the Chutzla'aretz, right, because you have uh, two days of uh, Yom Tov, so I think you do, uh, it's four aliyahs on the Cholomoy, so let's say it's the second day, you do Sheni, Shlishi, that would be like for the first day, a second day, a third day, and the second day, a third day, fourth day, and then the last day would be like something like that. And this was a lot easier. You'll see, we go to Shul on Cholamoid here, so on the second day, or maybe like the third day of Sukkot, you'll go and you'll see that we do the same landing four times in a row. Okay, it's the same, like, exact same four to game four times two. Okay, so that's interesting to see. Now, what's the point? The point is that there's basically the same laning, but only basically. There's a couple words different. What's different? So, for example, remember there it says on the second day instead of, it says instead of saying biniska and its libation, it says 
Rinizkehem, and their libations. And on the sixth day, it says, Unsacheha, its libations, plural. And on the seventh day, it says, Kamishpat, it says, Kamishpat Ham, an extra mem. What happens there? Hare mem yud mem. If you look at the extra letters, you end up with an extra mem on the second day, an extra yud on the sixth day, and an extra mem on the seventh day. Hare kan, mayim, mem yud mem, sounds mayim, water. Ah, oh, beautiful drasha. Mikan remes, and this is the Torah. So this is a hint at the idea of having a water libation on Sukkot from the Torah. By the way, right, we're talking about having this on this The Torah never mentions having a Nisuch never says it explicitly, but it's a nice little hint to it. So Rebbe Mitter says, Umashla Besheni Dinakat. Uh, so why why Monday? What's so special about Monday for Rabbi David Mitera? If it's if it's Monday and if it's the second day, and the sixth day, and the seventh day, what's going on? It says the Kiramizi because when the Torah starts to hint at it, it starts hinting on the second day. The second day is when you start to see the hint towards water. So once you have the hint towards water, so then you would mention Mashi Veruach Umorid Ha Geshe. Okay, that's what it says. Hilgach therefore Besheni Mat Karin, and therefore on the second day we'll mention it. Okay, yeah, now moving along, one last opinion. Rabbi Akiva Omer b'shishi b'chag humaskir. He said Rabbi Akiva says you do it on the sixth day. Why? Shenamar b'shishi unsachecha, because it says on the sixth day unsachecha it's uh, it's libations. So uh, one second. So what do you mean it's libations? So if you say it's libations plural, why would there be libations more than one? I guess you assume one is a wine libation and one is a water libation, and that's where the hint for him. That's really where the hint is. Um, it says, the, t- the Torah is talking about two nisuchim, one would be the water libation, one would be the wine libation. Maybe I would say, though, that both of them are, wa- are wine libations. Who's to say that the second libation is water? Maybe you just have a double wine libation on a Sukkot. No. He says, no, he holds a Amar, who says, Remize Maya. It says it hints to uh, water. Uh, one second. Mm-hmm. I think that's the end. One second. Yeah, fine. I think we'll stop there. Okay, that's just saying. They hold the rabbim there. They said the water is really what's being hinted at, and we'll continue tomorrow. But that's just and finish up that uh, that point. Okay, guys.